100 Sets Productions. Lunch Money Podcast. Lunch Money Podcast. Lunch 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 Money Podcast. Lunch Money Podcast. You're listening to the Lunch Money Podcast. Your host Michael Evans and Mike Vazelak. You're listening to Lunch Money. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Lunch Money. It's your boy, Michael Evans. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Mike Mazzolatti. Welcome to Lunch Money, where we're going to take quizzes and learn like children, and we're usually pretty bad at it. Yeah, we're usually not the best, and we try to learn some stuff that, uh, or relearn things, or see what we uh, retained throughout the years. And uh, this, so we're going to try to stay within theme. Uh, it's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, so we're having a lot of people get that day off. Uh, so we we figured we should take it. It's, I know it's a little pre-Black History Month, but we're going to take a Black History uh, uh, quiz, right? That's, I think, what we're going to do. And it looks like uh, we got 25 questions of Martin Luther King Day-themed history here. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that much about Black History. I know that there's... Yeah, peanut butter involved. There's a stoplight involved, and Rosa Parks. Where's the peanut butter? I thought that's like a black invention. Is it? I think that I think that if you if you delve into that at all, there's a ton of important shit that, that was invented by black people. The oh, Dougie. Yeah, the Dougie. That's true. A lot more dances. Uh, I think most music, and then white people just changed it. Cause wasn't Elvis ripping off black people? Wasn't that like a big thing that like Elvis was like just taking uh, moves done by black men? I mean, he's certainly. If you look back at his at the way that you know his format, mm-hmm. his 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 little uh, how he did it, yeah, it's pretty. You know, a lot of swag and blues, yeah, confidence he, involved. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's that's a, that's one of my favorite things about uh, that culture. I don't know if that sounds racist when you say that culture, but it's just the swag involved. Everyone, I feel like you just you're so much cooler right off the bat. Like a black baby is cooler than a white baby. Cuter by a like by a huge margin. Yeah, a black baby, dude. But I just think they're just they're just really cool. Whenever I see white babies, for some reason, I just I'm just like ugh. When yeah. I see a black baby, I'm like, that's I don't know why. It just doesn't. I, I think it's cool. I think they always they're always dressed cool. I think it's the parents are usually cooler. They have more sense of style. Yeah. White babies look always like they're wearing like outdoor. I don't know. It's you like, know what else? The sense of humor also seems to be instilled in black culture. Oh, on. dude. All, how come every black person you know is is funny? Hilarious. And their family, especially not only them, but parents. Grandparents, all my friends, like a lot of my friends, like their parents are way funnier than they are. You go to some of your white friends' houses, and it's like, man, your parents are fucking lame. Did you grow up in an area with a lot of black people? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was very mixed. I was one of those like I was one of those like two black people at my high school. Kind oh of people. wow, yeah, that's yeah. totally different. So like a type of black person that I grew up around that is like like undeniably going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Adopted black kid with cool ass white parents. Wow, I don't know if I even uh, had known any of those. They get like they get like the whole small town regular, I guess what what white kids view is like so, that life, but they're also the coolest, most athletic kid at the high school. Well, that kind of sucks though because what about the second black family? There's really only one black family. Because if there's two black kids, there's one black kid to a white family, and then there's one real black family. Right. So do you think when the black kid got to school, the the parents with the family were like, oh, shit, thank God there's another black family here. And then they see these white parents pick up this black kid, and they were just like, oh, that no, that sucks. No the, cookout for us this weekend. Yeah, like we're not like, they were. hopefully they were having that next best friend. But maybe those parents were so cool. Maybe get this. You want to know how I balanced out of my high school? The kid, yeah. the, the so the I went to high school with okay three what black kids. I can remember. Was it, was it very uh, white or was it very Sean Smith? That's kind of right on the fence there. Mm, I think that good job on the white parents. All right, there was a Jordan Williams. That's okay. a black parents. Mm. Maybe maybe Mexican mom or something. Mm-hmm. And then but check this out. There was there was a black kid with a black family. Mm-hmm. 
how their family won the lottery. Whoa. Yeah. Because what happened in their life? Ayo. Ayo. Yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> they won the real lottery. Well, kind of, yeah. It was like, you know, the, the, have you ever heard of like a pact where like some guys will go and buy tickets together? Whoa, and if one of us yeah. wins, we're all going to get it. What? Like, I, and I think the, th- the thing that's crazy is the dude, his dad is the one out of the friend group that actually won it. And I was like, wow, good for you splitting for that him. shit. I might just dip the fuck out of town. It depends. I on wouldn't if I agreed with my I friends. Feel you, but but that, it'd be. That's awesome, though, that that's like. Yeah, so then did they move to your area? I think I think they I think is that them moving on up was they moved to the middle of nowhere in Oregon? I guess they lived up in the woods with a super big house, I think. Mm, maybe they just needed to get maybe they gave everyone a smaller cut and they were just like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah, maybe. What would you I don't know. How, how would how would you do with a split lottery? I guess if you agreed to it. Okay, so it. that's the thing the if I was the per- if, I think if we made an agreement, the agreement would be the person that wins maybe gets thirty percent, and then everybody else gets twenty five. There we go. So then you still feel like okay, I'm the one that won it, but I'll still hook you guys up, right? Because then if one of your homies won it and you got twenty five percent, you wouldn't be mad. Yeah, you know what I'd have a hard, a really hard time dealing with is is we uh, we're getting scratch tickets on Christmas. Yeah, Rian wanted to bring a few to our friends where we're staying. Yeah, um, and I was like, no, no, no. We cannot give scratch tickets as gifts because I'll admit right now that if I watched someone else, Tyler or Amanda, scratch off a big couple thousand dollar <laughs> winner, I'd be like, "Yo, that is my that is I bought that ticket." Though. Oh, like, that's crazy! Are you kidding? Wouldn't that fuck you up if oh, somebody won so... thirty five G's or something off of something you gave him? You'd be like, "That's kind of can I have like ten oh grand?" God. Like, that's, right? Yeah. What would you do? Wow, that's such a good yeah. I wouldn't know, man. I was at a casino last night doing a gig, and uh, right after the show. Uh, one of the people that were there, one of our friends, she wasn't a comedian, or she is a comedian, but she wasn't performing that night. But she uh, was just waiting for us, and she couldn't find us, so she put some money into slots. She won five hundred bucks. No way, five hundred bucks. It's kind of your fault. She got the money. It was hilarious because it was. I was like, wow, she couldn't find the headliner. She was walking around, and we were just sitting in the back. She lost Spencer. We were just like, we're looking around, and then me and Susan Jones were just hanging out. And then boom, wow. she, she walks over, and she's like, I won. And she was drunk, like I won. And me and Susan were looking at each other like, no way. And she showed us the phone and, No yeah. fucking way. That's what happened. Yeah, but but apparently they win money there a lot at Muckleshoot. But, uh... Damn, how was the show? It was good. Susan Jones crushes, dude. Susan Jones is a fucking murderer. Dude, man. she crushes. And first of all, there was almost 100 people there. On a, on a Wednesday fucking... Yeah. Or a Thursday Muckleshoot and show? Muckleshoot. Dude, the other ones I did before that, there was no almost no Free one there. Free show. Too. It's hard to get... Dude, you, you and I both know we do those road gigs, those casino features where it's like a Wednesday night, it's oh a free show. Nobody's going to walk into a free show in the middle of nowhere on a Wednesday. No. So that... I couldn't believe what she pulled. But it was good. It was hard in that room, though, because even when you're getting laughs, uh, it's such a high ceiling yeah. that you kind of don't know... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like uh, you see them laughing, but it's like I'm not feeling the laugh. Was that seven seaters? You know, dude, you're so far from anyone. Yeah. Anyway, before if you're too far off, I had friends growing up. Yeah, how fucked up is this? For Christmas, got their dad fake scratch tickets. Oh, Spencer's gifts ones. Like, how sad is that to imagine? Like, and they thought it was hysterical. (laughs) They're laughing, and like their dad's actually, we won. Oh, we won. He like stands God. up. He's like celebrating. We want that. Like our lives are changed. And, oh and, my! And they God. laugh in their ass off as he finds out it's not so real. So that like hurts my That's heart. That's too far. Humor that for hurts me. my heart. Yeah. Oh my God! That poor dad must have just thought of everything becoming okay. All the shit the kids don't even know about. That's wrong. Yeah. Oh my oh, God. Man. That- Fuck those kids. <laughs> Yo, fuck tell. those kids. I see you, Nick. I'm going to tell Nick about this. I think that's a fucked up move. I thought it was fucked Damn, up for so long. Son. I've I've, uh. I've always hurt 
for that. I remember I saw them once at Spencer's, and I, the whole time I was like, damn, dude, that's fucking cold-blooded. Yeah, that's, a, that's a sick joke. All right, let's get into this quiz. So uh, who was the first African-American Major League Baseball player? I mean, I, th- the, I could say the four. You could run through the answers. Are those all even black? I th- they should be black. Ernie Banks? Banks's. Well, uh, so they're Jackie Robinson, Ernie Banks, Satchel Paige, or Larry Doby. I'm going to go, I mean, don't we know it's Jackie Jack, Robinson? Yeah, I think it's Jackie Robinson, obviously. Yeah, Boom, we gotta, Jackie we got to keep the flow and the confidence moving if we're feeling it. Okay. Where was, Ma- uh, me, Reed, you go options? Sure. Where was Malcolm X killed? Question number two. Uh, the, uh, what is this? <laughs> I started Audubon? you off with some tough words. I know. Audubon Ballroom in Manhattan, uh, his house in Queens, in downtown Boston, or Massachusetts State Prison. Did Malcolm X go to prison? I don't think he went to prison. Maybe, uh, or maybe just talk. I don't know. Downtown Boston. Is that that could just be a racist thing to say. Um, what about? Wasn't he on the street when he got killed? Because the ballroom sounds more like an Abe Lincoln thing. And the his house thing. I mean, I guess it could just be also, but I think downtown Boston. Downtown Boston. That's or, a racist area too, man. Boston. Come on. That would make some sense, but Ma- Massachusetts. Uh, you think the ballroom and or you think the the state prison in Massachusetts? I'm with it on downtown Boston if you're into that. Ooh, Ooh, it was at the Adoban Ballroom in Manhattan on February 21st, 1965. In uh, that ballroom, Malcolm X began to speak of a meeting to a meeting of the Organization of Afro-American Unity when a disturbance broke out in a crowd of 400 people. A man yelled the N-word, get your hand out of my pocket, as Malcolm X and his bodyguards moved to quiet the disturbance. A man rushed forward and shot him in the chest with a sawed-off shotgun. Holy shit. Did you know how that's how he went? Not at all. Holy shit. And by the way, did you know that that's when Chappelle says, Man, get your hand out of my pocket. You think that? I didn't know that was from that. I never thought about that. Wow. Whoa, man. So that guy was like, that was a blatant no excuse for it. He's just so far away and goes, get your hand out of my pocket. And then Malcolm X is moving forward and he just pops him. I think so. Oh, man. Wow, that's crazy. So we're learning a lot. Next People question. are the worst. Where was the first sit-in at a segregated lunch counter? In Jackson, Mississippi. In Atlanta, Georgia. In Charleston, South Carolina, or in Greensboro, North Carolina, the first sit-in at a segregated lunch counter. So that means uh, a bunch of black uh, people sitting down in a whites-only area, like right? Basically, like yeah, somewhere where it's like we're not leaving. Okay. I think like kind of Rosa Parksing a restaurant. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm thinking for some reason because Jacks, Mississippi, I, I feel like it's such a racist area. Yeah. Or at least that's what I've heard growing up. So maybe I'm thinking that might be the spot where you need to do it. God, these all sound like racist areas when you think about it. Yeah, with, Charleston, in, in this Car- like, like, Charleston, South Carolina sounds right to me. Greensboro, North Carolina sounds like it could be right. Atlanta just seems hopefully too with it. God damn, too big at the time, hopefully. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, though, man. No. People were racist over here. Yeah, know? it's very true. Like if L.A. riots all the yeah, way up into Yeah, wow. So I think Charleston, South Carolina. We're going with that? Okay, I'll, I'll go with Charleston as well. Dog, I'm two, Ooh, two in a row, Michael. Greensboro, North Carolina. At long last, after decades of acceptance, four freshman students at North Carolina uh, A&T went into Woolworth, Greensboro, North Carolina at the lunch counter, and they sat in. That's cool. So four... A bunch of these four freshman students. Well, good for them. I wonder how it worked out. I wish there was a little more information than that. Yeah, very true. At its height, what was the slave population in the U.S.? Ooh, about 1 million, about 4 million, about 2 million, or about 500,000. I have no fucking idea. I wanted my instincts uh, something to do with a four, but I think that I think that, that 
I read something recently about how many slaves are still in North Korea, which is a, an insane oh my conversation. God. But I think that has to do with four. So at the height when the slave, so in the U.S. right now we have three hundred million. This is in the twenty. So that when we're this is dumb again. Slave like this is like we're looking at about a, over a hundred years ago. Yeah. So our population. I'm trying to think of percentage of the population. For some reason, I want to say two million because it seems kind of middle of the road. And that's fucking bullshit because that's a lot. I would hope it. I didn't even. I never thought about that. The number of them. What are we at right now? Three hundred. What? Three hundred four hundred million in this country. Three twenty-five, roughly. So what? You say a hundred years ago? Would Ooh. you half it? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I mean, people are fucking like crazy. You should need to apply. So you think four million? That's ridiculous. I don't think dude. four million. Let's say two million. Two million. Jesus. Four what? million. The slave population in the United States have gr- has grown or had grown to four million by the eighteen sixty census. Wow. Fuck, dude. That's so many. That is a lot. Dude, that's so ridiculous if you really think about how not long ago that was. Like, not to get into one of those conversations. This is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, uh, when, I was in an African-American studies class in college once, and basically the, the professor, who was, like, this renowned, like, he, had, he was friends with Obama, has, like, in the, in the, he has a signed book of Obama's that, like, Obama wrote him a message in it and stuff oh, personally. And, and he's reading a section out of the book that was, like, all oh, the slaves were oftentimes brought inside and, uh, like, were taught math, taught to read, and often petted at times. And, like, he, oh, the God. way that he said petted, he read the word petted as if they meant like a pet, like they were petting uh, him, like good boy. <laughs> and I was, as he's saying it, and he's like using this as a point of outrage, I'm like Googling on my phone definition of petted. And the yeah. second definition of petted is to like, is to like adore, show adoration, to take in. And so like they were, in, in the sense that it was used in, like teaching them math, teaching them English, uh, and they wow. were often petted by their families. I'm like, oh, so they were treated good sometimes. And he was using as a point in the class. Like, oh, you hear that? Disrespecting, they pet, bring them in and pet them like pets. Oh, and I, wow. I wanted to raise my hand so bad and be like, yo, that's not what they mean here at all. This is actually like a nice section of the book. But yeah. I was the only, I was like one of like four white kids in a full auditorium of black people, and so I was scared. That's so funny, and you don't want to hold Google up. Like, excuse me, uh, my, yeah. yeah, I mean, to your, yeah. your professor. All right, so what's the next one? Who was the first African-American Nobel Peace Prize winner? Was it Ralph Bunch, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Nelson Mandela, or Albert John Luttle, Luttle. I think Nelson Mandela. I think it, it, chronologically it should be Nelson Mandela. Like, that's way further back, right? But, well, wait. No. No, 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 no. But I don't think Martin Luther King Jr. got it when he was alive. Because he died when he was still young. He was still, like, in the middle of doing I shit. Think, I think Nelson Mandela, too. But this will be five in a row wrong. God oh damn. My God. Like, we're bombing black history. Much. Oh, my God. Ralph Bunch. Bunchy. Uh, or Bunch, yeah. In 1950, the Nobel Committee awarded the Nobel Peace Prize to the first African-American United Nations official Ralph Bunch. He received the Peace Prize for his efforts as mediator between Arabs and Jews in the Israeli-Arab War in 1948 and 1949. Whoa! So before the, anything about African American came into play, this guy was just mediating some other shit. Yeah, I thought, this was just, wow! This guy, yeah, that's cool, man. Because it's not just uh, worrying about your own. Yeah, You're this guy's in danger around here, and he comes out into the street, and, and it's not like he's it's not heroics. Like he separated a fight and made his own race. School. It was like there's like a, it's like seeing a Mexican and a Jew fighting, and while you're the most endangered person in mm-hmm. the area, going and breaking that up. Yeah, and then he got recognized for it, which I'm that happy is dope. About. That is dope. 
So that's pretty cool. So, I mean, yeah, there we go. See, I'm, I'm actually learning a fuck ton right now. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I know. I'm going to go into African History Month this year, or African American History Month this year, and be, and be like, dude, I'm super knowledgeable now. I know. At what point do we just sound like, I mean, it's hard to be funny with this stuff. It is hard to be funny, but it's also, uh, I, I'm just having fun learning because I didn't know that there was this much. I didn't, When we said it was a 25-question quiz, I didn't know there was 25 things. To about, know. But to know about black history. <laughs> There's 25 things you didn't know, you know? <laughs> All right, what's the next one? I don't know. How do you get to the next one? It's this one. Oh, who was the first African-American to serve as a U.S. senator? Was it Edward Brooke? Was it Hiram Revels? Was it Carol Mosley Braun? Or was it Blanche K. Bruce? Hiram, Hiram, Hiram Revels is the only name that I've heard of on there. Oof. I feel like... I don't want to say Carol... I don't want to say that because it's a woman. I feel like they can't go both right away, even though Condoleezza kind of, I thought Crushing she broke it. through, yeah. Rosa. Rosa, very true. You know what, maybe Carol. Blanche could be a girl's name too, Blanche K. Bruce. I think that or, might, that may be. It could be, a, or a For, Patrice situation. But have there, has there been a, oh, this is going to sound fucked up. Yeah, there has. Totally been, never a, mind. A black Blanche? No, I was going to say a female senator. Oh, a, yeah. That was a bad question. Oh, I feel like there should have. I, I can't name one, but... To what be about honest, like, I can't uh, really name a male senator. Oh, wait, what about governor? Senator? Which one can be, like, run for president and shit? Because what is Sarah Palin, in, is what I'm saying. Senator of mm, Alaska, governor was, of Alaska. I think she was a, I don't know. She was an idiot, but I'm a dumber than she is now, apparently, because I don't even know what she did. She, she's got some pretty direct quotes of saying some dumb shit. Did you hear what, yeah. did you hear what Donald Trump said about about uh, just the, his latest quote to drop? Is, no, uh, Jesus Christ. He goes, what? It was talking to lawmakers about immigration laws he's like why do we keep getting people immigrating from all these shithole countries talking oh. about like haiti and stuff oh he goes God. i just spoke with the leader in norway that's a great country why can't we get more people like norway people coming here oh like well God. you mean white people yeah jesus not this racist is... at all and back into our uh, black history quiz black history month who was the first african-american uh, uh, to serve as a u.s senator so i'm gonna go wanna go hear him since you know the name yeah but i do that that'll be like six in a row, in a row, wrong. But about, I kind of made the call on. Okay, I'm. A, I was gonna lean Carol. Carol Mosley Braun. Yeah, just because I like the three names. It sounds. CMB. Or Edward. Edward Brooke might. I don't know. I feel like it's Edward. I don't think they would go the woman first. Let's go, Edward. No, I would have uh, gone right. I was here. I would have gone right. You would have gone right if you stuck to it. So what was his name? Hiram Revels of Mississippi became the first African-American senator in 1870. That's early as shit. Super like. early. Because the slaves that were talking about that, you know what, man? Dude, do you, this thing, doesn't this make you feel, doesn't this feel like the first time hearing a lot of this shit? Yeah, because that's crazy. Like they don't they, portray history correctly. They said slaves in the 1860 sentence, there was 4 million slaves, and this homie in 1870 became a U.S. senator. That's pretty good. So how the fuck were there slaves and then this guy being a senator? Was it like the North? Am I a moron? I don't get this. Did they stop being slaves and then this guy, they just they elected someone to, that would be a huge deal right away. Yeah, that would be like, that would be like somebody being a, like a, a Jew being a Nazi leader, right? Not like they joined and wanted bad things. It's not like he wanted bad things for African Americans, but for at that time to be it's just crazy. in power on the other side. Or no, I was thinking it's more about being like say, uh you're in like you're enslaved as a Jew and then right when you become free after that, like how long after then he became he didn't become a senator. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it feels like they I don't know. But whatever. So what's this one? Who was the first African-American to serve as a U.S. Supreme Court justice? Holy shit, dude. I don't have no idea. There's uh, Clarence Thomas, Charles Hamilton Houston, William Henry Hasty, and Thurgood Marshall. I like the name Thurgood Marshall. I, I, it's, I recognize it. I recognize Clarence Thomas. 
You do? Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe you just knew a Clarence Thomas. Possibly. Maybe you're town. thinking of Clarence from, uh, oh, God damn it. What was that train show? Remember the train cartoon with the train happy faces? The little Tommy the- Thomas the train engine. Thomas There's the a Clarence. Oh. And a Percy. And I might know Thomas from Isaiah Thomas, that basketball. I don't know. So who was the first African? I'm going to kind of go Thurgood Marshall. I'm going Thurgood Marshall. Hey! 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 Thurgood Marshall was an African-American jurist and the first African-American to serve in the Supreme Court of the United States. Look at us. Look at us killing it. First African-American to win an Academy Award. There we go. More our style. Halle Berry, Dorothy, Dorothy Dandridge, Sidney Pontier, or Hattie McDaniel. Hattie? What kind of name is Hattie? Hattie's weird. Sidney Pontier, maybe. Cause I feel like Halle Berry's too current. What if it took that long? It could have. But how do they have Supreme Court generals and justices and senators, but we don't have fucking Academy Awards? I feel like it could be. Well, I'm, isn't that isn't that wasn't that a big thing that came out last year? Is is, is the, like racism, racism behind Hollywood? Oh, you want to say Halle Berry? I'm kind of leaning Sydney though. Do we know what she did? No. Or if that's even a lady? Very it's true. clear that this is going to be a lady. I think so. Dude, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Halle Berry. All right, let's lean Halle Berry. Oh. Ooh, Hattie McDaniel. We weren't even right. Hattie McDaniel won Best Supporting Actress in Gone with the Wind. Ooh, that's old. To become the first African-American to win an Academy Award. So, yeah, they were winning it back then, just probably not as much as they wanted to be. What the fuck? Who was the first African-American to perform at the White House? Was it Aretha Franklin? Was it Blind Tom Wiggins? Was it B.B. King? Or was it Louis Armstrong? Louis Armstrong. I, kn- I don't know... Blind Tom Wiggins, but I know the other names. That sounds old as shit. B.B. King sounds like... Oh, wait, Aretha... Fra- uh, B.B. King's older, right? I think so, but performing at the White House... I, I think Aretha Franklin. Or no, maybe Louis Armstrong. B.B. King has played with John Mayer. Really? Yeah, so I think it can't be that far back. No, what about if we... I think Aretha might have that White House kind of... R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Yeah. Want to go with that? Sure. See what she means to me? Ooh, God it was Blind damn it, Tom. Blind Tom. He didn't even know where he was singing. Wow. In 1860, Blind Tom Wiggins, African-American acoustic savant. Autistic savant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Autistic savant. And he piano. may have been playing acoustic, but he was autistic he was on top a- of that. <laughs> autistic savant and piano prodigy. Performed at the White House before President James Buchanan. Wow. Damn, well, there we go. What year was the 13th Amendment ratified abolishing slavery? Motherfuck. 1872, 1867, 1865, and 1862. They're all relatively around the same time. I feel like 1865. Ooh, I was going to say 67. <laughs> uh, all right, 65. Let's go 65. Boy! You rule. Yeah. The 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution officially abolished... Uh, and continues to prohibit slavery and involuntary servitude, except as punishment for a crime. That's bullshit. Fuck yeah. Wow. It was adopted on December 6, 1865, and was then declared in a proclamation of Secretary of State William H. Seward on December 18th. Good. All right, who signed the uh, Who signed the Emancipation Act? Is that the same Ooh. as the Emancipation Proclamation? Possibly. Ulysses S. Grant? Andrew Johnson, Abraham Lincoln, or James Buchanan? If it's the same as the proclamation. Lincoln. Yeah. Hey! Hey, There we go. We got three. We're starting to look smart. Dude, we're doing good, man. On April 16th, 1862, President Lincoln signed an act abolishing slavery. What a guy. In the District of Columbia. Oh, and just the District of Columbia? 
D.C. Hmm, that's a really small area. An important step in the long road toward full emancipation and uh, enfranchisement for African Americans. So I think that this is kind of like how weed starts becoming legal in a small state, and then little by little it becomes legal around the whole country. Yeah, you got to start marriage. somewhere. Yeah, so somebody finally does, it and they're like, "Hey, it looks like it's going pretty well over there with all those people being yeah. happy." Very true. With the 15th Amendment ratification in 1870, what did African Americans gain in the United States? Was it voting rights? Was it a right to sit anywhere? Which is, that's ridiculous, dude. That is insane. A right to sit anywhere. Was it freedom from slavery or was the right to citizenship status? In 1870, what did African Americans gain in the United States? Citizenship status, even, would it even be, because remember the whole two-thirds vote? Oh, wow, I don't think it was that. Maybe freedom from slavery? I just think freedom from slavery. Yeah. No, oh, we voting I was rights. about to say that we're heating up and shit. The 15th Amendment prohibits each government in the United States from denying citizens the right to vote based on a citizen's race, color, or previous condition of servitude, i.e. slavery. God, that's fucked up. Wow. Who's the only African American among the original N NAACP executives? Martin Luther King Jr., Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks, or... Webb Du Bois. Webb Du Bois, W.D. Du Bois. Uh, Frederick Douglass, I know, was like a was a big was a big play. Fer Frederick Douglass was like cool with like uh, I know that even during times of heavy heat and maybe still slavery for African Americans, Fred Frederick Douglass like held positions of power and was in the White House and shit. So maybe him then, because but I said who's so who's the only African American among the original? So out of all the NAACP executives, there's only one African American. I think Frederick Douglass. Fuck Ooh. me, dude. Webb Du Bois founded. February 12th, 1909, the NAACP is the nation's oldest, largest, and most widely recognized grassroots-based civil rights organization. The only African-American among the organization's executives, Du Bois, was made director of publications and research in 1910, established the official journal of the NAACP, The Crisis. The Crisis, dear. An all-white jury acquitted J.W. Malam and Rob Roy Bryant for the murder of whom? Was it Martin Luther King Jr.? Was it Malcolm X? Was it Medgar Evers? Or was it Emmett Till? Either way, they got acquitted. Wow. I th Oh! Was it Emmett Till? I think those guys got off that did Emmett Till. Yeah, that's what I was thinking Emmett that's Till. That's a fucked-ass story. Dude, you know what I realized? Like, I thought that was some really old history shit. Like, my dad was alive when that happened. Like, oh, that was, like, in the nuts. late, in the 50s, I think. That's nuts, dude. So I'm thinking Emmett Till, right? You want to say that? Cause I, I, don't th think I think so. Yeah, yeah! It's not something to be happy yeah. to be killed on, Emmett Till was an African-American boy who was murdered at the age of 14 in Mississippi. J.W. Milam and Roy Bryant were acquitted by an all-white jury, but later admitted to the murder. Fucking scumbags. Dude, you know the, the, the lady that he, that that Emmett Till mm. got murdered for like whistling at or saying he just said something like oh you're pretty or something like that yeah, it yeah. was something really not worth being murdered over uh she admitted on her deathbed just recently that she lied at her thing yeah crazy man who shot Martin Luther King on April 4th 1968 that's still not that long ago was it Gavrilo Princip was it Lee Harvey Oswald was it John Wilkes Booth or was it James Earl Ray John Wilkes Booth was uh, Lincoln. Lincoln. Lee Harvey Oswald was Kennedy. Mm, you know, allegedly. Or allegedly. I think it was James Earl Ray. I think so, too. God, Boom! We are hot. Dude, we are fucking hot, man. We're Martin hot. Luther King Jr. was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee on April 4th, 1968 at the age of 39. That's it. Motherfuck. On June 10th, 1968, James Earl Ray, a fugitive from Mississippi prison, was arrested in London at Heathrow Airport, extradited to the United States and charged with the crime. Good. Good, yeah, fuck that. Who became the first African-American to graduate from Harvard? 
Was it Thurgood Marshall? Was it Webb Du Bois? Was it Charles Hamilton Houston? Or was it Richard Theodore, Theodore Greener? I want Thurgood Marshall to be. No, we already got one for him. Yeah, we already got one for Webb Du Bois. But he was really good at stuff. But boy, does that Richard Theodore Greener? That sounds smart. Yeah, it does. I want to go with uh, Charles Hamilton Houston. Sounds really smart though. Charles Hamilton. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a strong name too. What, what's strong, Richard Theodore or Charles Hamilton? I say Charles Hamilton. All right. Oh, it's Richard Theodore. You were right. He graduated from Harvard College in 1870, the first African-American to do so, which is crazy because 1860, the, the census of slaves was 4 million people. 1870, they're graduating from Harvard. How are you getting into Harvard? That's crazy, especially in that time frame and that uh, I, I would like political to know, I, climate. Yeah, I'd like to know the, the, just the setup to where he could get it, like, had, have the credentials to get in, pay the tuition. Yeah. That's well, amazing. Yeah. The PGA... Was considered Caucasian only until which golfer joined? Was it Pete Brown, Charles Sifford, Tiger Woods, or Lee Elder? If it took all the way to Tiger Woods, I'll be blown away. But I'm, I'm going to click Tiger. You can't yeah, I don't know the others. Shit. I don't know the others. Oh, it was Charles, Charles Sifford. Sifford. He was won the National Negro Open five times, but reportedly denied a PGA card. He was finally invited to the tour in 1960 when the PGA dropped its Caucasian-only rule. Wow. That's insane. So PGA until 1960. Had a Caucasian-only rule. So the PGA stats don't start until the 1960s. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. Oh, my God. Dude, I we're either. so not that far. No. So, wow. So they're just the – golf hasn't, hasn't been a popular sport. for. That's well, still not really a popular black sport. No, but think about it. They weren't allowed to play it. They weren't allowed to play Well, I guess till baseball either. Oh, my God, man. Wow, whose proposal? Whose proposal that Congress consider civil rights legislation culminated the Civil Rights Act of 1964? Was it Martin Luther King Jr.? Was it uh, Lyndon B. Johnson? Was it Dwight Eisenhower or John F. Kennedy? I think Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson. LB. LBJ, right? Eisenhower, or is it Lyndon B. Johnson or Eisenhower? Kennedy died and one of them went in. Who proposed that Congress considered civil rights legislation culminating in the Civil Rights Act? So 1964. Eisenhower, I think, was before. I'm kind of leaning Lyndon B., but I don't know. I might be wrong. Or When did Martin Luther King die? Didn't they say like 68? I think they said something like that. And pretty, something like that. Was it him who... Maybe? I don't know, man. He hasn't gotten one. We haven't gotten his answer for him yet, and it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. Should we click it? Let's give it a try. Let's click it. Ooh, it was John JFK. F. Kennedy. Wow, good for him. Yo, JFK got sl got slain for speaking the truth. Yeah, man. In a nationally televised address on June 6, 1963, President JFK, John F. Kennedy, urged the nation to take action toward guaranteeing equal treatment of every African American, regardless of race, or of every American, regardless of race. Despite Kennedy's assassination in November of 1963, ooh, so he was assassinated before this, his proposal his proposal culminated in the Civil Rights Act of 1964, signed into law by President Lyndon Johnson. So, yeah, so Lyndon B. Johnson signed it into law, but uh, John F. Kennedy it, proposed it. Okay. But then he got murdered. Who established the first non-indigenous settlement of Chicago? Wow, what does that even mean? I don't even know. Pedro Alonso Nino, Joseph Moreno, Sally Bain, or John Baptiste Point du Sable? Yeah, John Baptiste at least Baptiste. sounds like something I've heard of. Should we click that? Sure. Jean Baptiste. Yay! Whoa! Jean Baptiste! <laughs> 
Point of Sable first arrived on the western shores of Lake Michigan about 1779, where he built the first permanent non-indigenous settlement. I don't know what that means. At the mouth, at the mouth of the river just east of the present Michigan Avenue Bridge on the north bank. We're down to our last five questions. I think permanent non-indigenous settlement would mean permanent settlement of people that are not from here. Oh, that's so smart. Who broke three track and field world records in 45 minutes at Ohio State? Was Gotta it? be Jesse Owens. Okay, I was going to say Carl Lewis, Morris Green, Jesse Owens, or Michael Johnson. Wait, if you go right, Carl Lewis is a name in in that shit, right? I don't know if you, but you just said it's got to be Jesse Owens. I just know Jesse Owens is like he. I think he's the one that pulled out the glove at the Olympics and did the Black Power thing oh, in wow. front of Hitler, like in the twenties, right? Oh, maybe that was a big thing, dude. Imagine, dude, life is so fucking nuts. Where I, I was thinking about like Hitler was around and the Olympics were still going on. Like that wasn't the same. Like I always think of like Hitler as in like. Pyramid time, not like that long, but you know what I mean like not like just like like out of reach history. Hundred percent, like not at the time where people are training. Some people's life is to train to do ping pong and go to the Olympics doing goofy shit. At the same time, there's a mass genocide of people going on in the world. Yeah, man, that's like that's the same thing as like Emmett Till that was just happening. Yeah, this is fucking crazy that this shit happens at the same time. Like, what is the, what's the shit right now that's happening that's going to come out when we're older? That's just like, man, how did you guys just live a regular life when all that fucking Shit was going on. Yeah, my dude, my my the principal of my high school, he's old as shit. He was pretty old to be a principal, but he was, yeah, you know, he did well. Uh, he was at how we just had that question about the first sit-ins. Yeah, he was there. Oh my god, he was god, part of the dude. white. He was part of like the white people that were like, yeah, we're like we're staying with them. Oh, that's so They're crazy. They're not gonna leave, and like, and he he was celebrating Black History Month, like said on the morning announcements. He was at the sit-ins. He was at. He was part of like people that black people like chained themselves in front of stuff that, oh and he sat God, with them. Like we're not dude. leaving. He was fighting, for, and he said Afro Americans over the announcements. Yeah, got in huge trouble. Oh my for saying Afro Americans being insensitive. It's like, dude, he was at the sit-ins, bro. Yeah, that, fuck off. He's man. fighting for that team, you assholes. That's so crazy to me. That's, that's so so nuts, man. This is yeah, like people, like even the shit we're seeing right now, though, with like the we see it more the police brutality side and a lot of like dumb shit but yeah man this is crazy like uh but i mean again it's one of those things where it's like uh you think that it all goes one way and then you think you know, a lot of that shit's done and you know we're way beyond that then even the timelines i'm just like i can't believe how we talk about this shit like it was eons ago and it was like not long ago man so, yeah no no what else isn't long ago is like you it's so wild when you have like you realize you have friends that are like you know racist people that are like, actually racist. Doesn't racism yeah. like actually baffle you when you try to wrap your head around like wait me, you like you think that anybody's any different? That's bizarre. Yeah, to me racism's like it's funny when you don't mean it, but then sometimes when people are joking around and then you realize like, "Oh, wait, these aren't jokes to you. Like we're just saying dumb shit for fun." Yeah. You like, guys highlighting mean- the differences between cultures and the quirks of each and laughing at, you know, oh, laugh it's great. At, that's great, but I don't get I, it's bizarre to me that there's people that really think lesser of a certain person because, because of yeah. like because of the way that their their skin tone adapted to wherever they're from. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. And again, like this is a like even just learning this to be honest, like I'm I feel kind of embarrassed that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know shit, man, about uh, we know black very history. Little. And you know what? But that's what I mean. That's why it's kind of sickening cuz you're like it feels like I'm hearing a lot of this for the first time it's like did 100 outdated history books keep this shit out of my education yeah like why do i why am i learning about certain things in history over and why am i learning so much about mayans and spartans and shit like that in school yeah. and then like shit like this that to me is kind of like a big like if you realized how fucking like uh how diff, how ridiculous norm normalcy was in the world because that was all normal to people yeah having like two dude when you're installing 
two fountains. That's extra work. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, that's man? That's plumbing, dog. That's that's so much. And then how many of these places, like, when that shit all happened, like, did they just put, like, oh, now we just, do you think that's why they started dropping one fountain down to pretend that was for kids? Because it started as a blacks-only fountain and whites-only, and they were like, hey, man, we, we want to uninstall all this plumbing, so let's just drop one lower. Then they quickly realized what a mistake they'd made. In the size of different races, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, the black is for the tall. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, whites only is the one that's lower. Hey, trying to have some fun with stereotypes, guys. Hey, Here so, we go. So let's go, Jesse Owens for the. I think so. That's the one I recognize as an athlete. Jesse yeah. Owens. Owens' greatest achievement came in the span of 45 minutes on May 25th, 1933, uh, at the 35. big. 1935 at the Big Ten meet in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where he broke three world records and tied a fourth. Sorry, I was looking at the guy in front of me backing up, hoping he wasn't just going to fucking smash into my car. Cool. Yeah, some some idiot driving a Prius. Cool. Yeah, I know, right? Not, I thought that was yours, actually. You know, it's funny. Some guy yesterday, I was in my Prius, or like last week, and then some guy clipped my mirror while I was in the car. No as he was way. parking in front of me. So he clipped it, and he kept parking in front of me. And he had a Prius, too. And I got out of my car, and I was like, what the fuck, man? And he goes, oh, I'm really sorry. Is everything cool? And I looked at it, and it was fine. And it was fine. I was like, yeah, I like your Prius. Yeah. <laughs> and I went back to the little car. Little Prius high five there on yeah, the way by. Yeah, little Prius high five. Wow. Sarah Good was the first African-American woman to receive a patent. What did she invent? The dry cleaning process. Was it lipstick? Was it a folding bed? Or was it a hair straightening system? First of all, were these all black inventions? I, if so... It's still that's pretty good gnarly. work. Yeah, that's a lot. But uh, what do you mm. think is the most important out of these? Hair straightening, folding bed, lipstick, or dry cleaning process? Okay, so I think that white people are more into the lipstick and hair straightening. I think dry cleaning is the most impressive. Me too. I think in the folding bed might be more of like, hey, we don't have a big area, we need a bed to fold up. But I kind of think dry cleaning process does feel a little more Asian though to me. Hair stra- <laughs> hair straightening system doesn't seem very black. Well, no, they do straighten their hair a lot, don't they? Because it's all curly. Yeah, but I feel like they work with that and make it cool, whereas white people want it straight all the time. Very true. Like when you think about hair straightening, you feel like mostly white chicks are buying those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like Jewish girls that don't want people to know they're Jewish. Right. So what about or me in in the first two years of high school? You bought a hair straightener. I used to straighten my hair. Yeah. Wow. When I had long hair, I'd like you know like the yeah real one of those uh, tons of comments on my MySpace pics. Wow. I was I had like no one of those little popular facts. Yeah. Crazy man. So uh, I'm going folding bed. <laughs> okay, I like dry cleaning process. All right, just so, for the sake of competition. So, which one should we click on, though? Uh, folding bed. Hey, hey! folding oh! bed. Good for you, Sarah. There we go. Makes sense, man. Good first model of a bed folded into a cabinet. And Gotta it, sleep somewhere. Oh wait, folded into a cabinet. That's crazy. It additionally served as a roll top desk and stationary shelf. Her idea was so wildly used that Good applied for and was awarded a patent. On July fourteenth, eighteen eighty-five. Oh, so she started like the kind of like the fucking uh, like the futon. Well, the cabinet beds don't they have that right now? It's called something else, like some white woman's name. Like a day bed, like a. Um, but it's the bed that folds right up against oh, the wall. Oh, a uh, a uh, um, um. Oh shit! Like a, a mother-in-law. No. Mayweather, a May um uh, Mulberry. A uh, oh, I know what this is, man. Look what? it up. My phone's on. So basically. That, but I think that lady, so this is what kills me. So that lady discovered the patent for it. But then this, like this bed, this white woman, cause I think it's like a white woman that had this, the fold up bed, right? Whatever it's called. Right. 
Murphy bed. The Murphy bed. Yeah, the Murphy bed. That's not that's not good. That wasn't that lady's last name. So someone in the Murphy bed, they just took her idea. Murphy Jack Sarah. Yeah, yeah. we see you, Sarah Good. Yeah, we see you, Sarah Good. Good job. Robert Henry Lawrence Jr. was the first African American to become what? An astronaut, an army general, a pilot, or a policeman. I thought I said Pokemon first because I was like looking weird. <laughs> so an astronaut. I don't think he was an astronaut. Army general. I could see Army General. Pilot, I could see that. Robert Henry Lawrence Jr. Policeman. Hmm. Robert Henry Lawrence. For some reason, that sounds like a general. General or pilot. Yeah. General or pilot. Which one are we going with? I don't think it's astronaut or policeman at all. General. General. I feel, I feel pilot, maybe. Pilot. Oh, oh astronaut. Whoa. Wow. In June 1967, Robert Henry Lawrence Jr. was named the first African-American astronaut, though he never made it into space. Wow. Is he really an astronaut? Is he really an astronaut? Well, so you're just an astronaut now if you like space and you learn wow. about it? That's We're so, astronauts. Yeah, well, that is true. Are you not an astronaut until you, like, until you make it into space? Right? I feel like, astronaut yet. I feel like, yeah, yeah you're an astronaut yet. <laughs> Soon, buddy. You're in orbit. Yeah. Damn. But before it became Black History Month, what was the observance of black history called? Wow. Was it called Negro History Week, Slave History Week, Freedom Day, or Black Rights Awareness Day? I fucking hope it was Freedom Day. So first of all, really quickly, though, Freedom Day and Black Rights Awareness Day are only a days, and Negro History Week and Slave History Week are only a week. And, bo- and only one of these are right, and for someone to guess, just to make up three answers. Yeah. So if, like, those are some rough ones. If you're If Slave History Week wasn't it... And to have that be an uh, uh, an option, yeah, that's kind of pretty a, brutal. It's kind of brutal. Yeah, I'm hoping it was Slave History Week, but Freedom Day maybe. Now, if it's Slave History Week, even that that's brutal still. That Freedom was Freedom Day is a nice one to put. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Negro History Week probably because that sounds like something that. Yeah, I think Negro History Week. Hey, right. Negro History Week. Yeah. Black History Month was originated in 1926 by Carter Goodwin Woodson as Negro History Week. February was chosen to honor the births of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. But I think they just chose it because it's the shortest month. And the coldest. Is it the coldest? Yeah, I think so. It's colder than January? I mean, for me it was. My birthday's at the end. I always hated February. What was the first African-American owned and operated newspaper? Was it Freedom's Journal? Was it Our Times? Was it the Birmingham Times? Or the Mississippi Enterprise? I think Birmingham Times. I was going to lean that way, too. Birmingham Times. Ooh, Freedom's <sighs> Journal. What a good name. Yeah, the first African-American owned and operated newspaper published in the United States. It was published weekly in New York City from March 16th, 1827 to uh, March 28th, 1829. So two two years. Yeah. Not bad. For weekly, though, that's good. Who's considered? Yeah, it is. Who's considered the father of Black history? So this is the last question. This has got to be the banger where we get to hit MLKJ. So I was thinking it was gonna be MLKJ, right? Martin Luther King Jr. It's either that. Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson's on. Jackson's on. There's Carter G. Woodson, which I honestly don't really know what that is, and Malcolm X. I'm so I don't know who Carter G. Woodson is, and I feel bad that he's. It's gonna be him, but I'm going MLKJ, <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah, let's go Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Oh, it's Carter G. Woodson. Oh my God! It was this is you know what? That's such an appropriate way for us to end. It is. Is that we have no idea? We just guess. Carter Carter Godwin Woodson is one of the first scholars to value and study Black history. A founder of Journal of Negro History, Doctor Woodson is known as the father of Black history. So there you go, guys. So I don't need our results. What did we do? We got ten out of twenty-five correct. Man, if they if they had this on a scale of like. 
morality in your score. That's I not think good. we scored as total racist. Yeah, dude, that's like 40%. That's not good. On this, it says not bad. You show promise, but you still got some work to do to make the, the bowl team, kid. But it's kind of well, that's a weird thing. But it's just weird to me that that's like a, oh, man. That's this guy that, so Carter G. Woodson, why don't I know about him? That seems like something that would have come up. There's no way we just weren't paying attention all this time. Yeah, that's so nuts, man. What about uh Do you feel like you learned a lot about black history? I feel like I don't know I don't know how much of that I retained, but I feel like at least what we'll, I, I feel like it's important as a start to Black History Month to learn that there's a lot we don't know. Yeah, I feel like and you there's know there's a lot going there's a lot discredited. I feel like we at least got some on the record now. Yeah. But it's crazy, man. Uh I think it was mostly oh, cause Carter G. Woodson is that he launched a celebration of Negro History Week and he was the the precursor of Black History Month, so I don't know, man. I guess we. I don't. I don't really know about this guy. He was an author and a African American historian, the founder of the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. But yeah, dude, that's crazy. So Carter G. Woodson, big shout out to you. I'm sorry, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. We kind of did this because it's your birthday on Monday. Yeah. And you ended up not is, being the is answer. Is that his birthday? Is it? Or when he died? Oh, I'll look that up. Or when he. Oh, hey, look at that big dog. He's by itself. That big, giant dog. Well, so we got Martin Luther King Jr. He died on April 4th. He was born January 15th. So, yeah, he it was the day of his day. I'm glad they celebrate the day he was born. It'd yeah. be fucked up if we celebrated the day he was he died. I think there are holidays where we do that. Really? I don't know. That's evil. Fucking it. All right. Well, that was it, Michael. It's good sitting down with you. That's the it, end of it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I like when we can kind of dick around with some but it's it, it's it's dangerous territory to, to riff too far off and joke with it i feel like we weren't very funny but i feel like that was worth hearing yeah i hope people yeah i'm sorry we weren't as funny i, I actually had no idea about any of it and even just thinking about a lot of this stuff to me was just like uh like i i was more embarrassed and more i'm happy that uh we we went over this topic but I, again i did it because i thought martin luther king jr was gonna be a bunch of answers i don't think he was one he wasn't one of those I don't right think he was any of those answers so how are you gonna give me a black history month quiz without and with martin luther king jr being any of the answers yeah it was eye-opening i mean yeah how was he i guess is he not as important to black history as we think is that just the most recent thing in the street name then he's maybe the one that gave the i have a dream speech but before there was tv and broadcasting there were other people like that charles goodwin yeah guy or was it like the first was general or the first senator or any of that shit we don't, yeah we don't learn so about any of that black stuff we don't hear about at all yeah now but now uh now we know and knowing is uh, a percentage of the battle yeah, hey, and you know what? In honor of Black History Month, whether we were funny or not, it's a shame that there needs to be Black History Month in the first place, but in light of... In light of, uh, well, it's funny because it's still January. What is this? It's middle of January. Yeah, we're just getting a head start, you fucking losers. Yeah. yeah it's not even close to February, that, That's what I'm saying. It was black. Well, I thought the whole reason we did this was because it was Martin Luther King's birthday on Monday, and I was expecting some of the answers were, like, if it ended with Martin Luther King as the the father of black history, that would have been fantastic. We've got no idea what was going on. We here. had no idea what was going on. But, <laughs> like I said, uh, thank you guys. Thanks, Lunch Bunnies. Uh, yeah. Make sure to follow Michael Evans at MichaelEvansComedy.com. You can see all the stuff there or at High Five Michael. Right, and go to UnfunnyMike.com, UnfunnyMike fucking Instagram, UnfunnyMike everything. Everything, yeah. So thank you guys again for listening. And uh, uh, what's a random word on three? One, two, three. Spoon. Basketball hoop. Oh, man, did I say that because of black? Was that? <laughs> oh, 
man, you were, yeah. I didn't, no. Track and field. No, I didn't say, I just thought about, I saw a pole in front of me and I just thought. Diamonds, rims. God damn it. All right, well, how about spoon? Black. Spoon. I mean, uh. Fuck. You said crack spoon? No. Wow, you're wow. the racist. We invented crack, I think, the whites. I think so, but did we invent doing it or did we invent the product? I think we invented looking bad on it and do I think the whole tweaker look, I think yeah. that's us. But isn't do black I think meth is more of white crack, right? Yeah. Do black people do meth? I think so I think a little bit. I think it's the cheapest way to be a tweaker. Or is thought, crack. Well, isn't crack isn't Coke just smashed up crack? No. Basically, crack is Coke plus like baking soda and some process in the oven. Oh, okay. Because I was just to wonder, and when people couldn't get Coke, I was like, "Well, could you just buy crack and smash it up?" <laughs> Dude, because they call it crack cocaine, right? I should have just let you roll with that. Next time, you, yeah. I mean, yeah, you should get some crack. Try smashing it up. Would you not be able to sniff crack? It's well, it's a crack rock. I guess you can sniff anything. That yeah, because Coke rock. What's the difference between a Coke rock and a crack rock? Bacon soda. Bacon soda. I got uh, bacon soda, right? So, guys, if you guys get crack accidentally, throw some bacon soda on there. Now you got some Coke. No, that would be reverse. Okay. Now you just got now you got ruined crack. Guys, just do Coke. Don't yeah, do crack. Yeah, just get blow for fuck's sake. Yeah, don't do crack. Don't. What else is uh? Well, that's but again, meth. Meth is a bad. But that's very white to me, man. I didn't. I, that, I've never really yeah. seen any. That's such a, because you make it in a bathtub. I think black people have, like, showers. Meth is very dangerous to make. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about making meth. Anyway, uh, fuck you, God bless. Peace.